What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Heroes for Sale podcast. My name is Adam. I am your host. You can follow me on Instagram or TikTok, uh, Heroes for Sale. You can also go to the link in my Instagram bio. That's where you're going to find me everywhere else on the internet. Uh, on today's episode, I want to talk about a car that recently sold on eBay, the one-of-one non-auto Wander Franco Superfractor. So that card was graded by BGS. It was great. And it also got a 10. So it didn't get a 9.5. It got a 10. And it was one subgrade away from a 9.5. And actually, I'm just going to look the card up really quickly. I have it in my pictures because I made a TikTok about this the other day. Uh, the corners were the only thing that kept it from being a 9.5. Now, the I think it, what, what, what sometimes can happen is, I, I'm not sure why, but like the... BGS 9.5 is like the is similar to a PSA 10. I mean, you're gonna see definitely the the 9.5 be less expensive, and you're gonna see the price of that be lower than a PSA 10. Like a BGS 10, it almost feels like is higher than a PSA 10. That's sometimes, but well, and I guess not with this card specifically because this. So this card sold for fifteen thousand five hundred dollars, which I think is a little bit low. Um, I think with the number one prospect, like, I think the, I forget if it was this card or if it was the auto, if I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was the auto when it was first pulled, it sold between 60 and hundred K for the super fractor auto. We've seen some crazy one of one sell. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to be talking about like the LeBron Michael Jordan card. I'm going to be talking mostly like super fractors, uh, and Mostly Bowman Chrome Superfractors on this episode, at least. So, I think like if you're buying the <clears throat> number one prospect there, and 15k seems a little bit low. And I mean, obviously that's coming from somebody who doesn't have a, uh, it was doesn't have any doesn't have fifteen thousand dollars to buy a card like that. But it was up on eBay for thirty thousand, and the best offer that was accepted was fifteen. Um, well, 15, 15, five, which I'm just going to say 15 cause it's easier, but so 15, 15,000 was the offer that was accepted. Um, which I wish eBay would just tell you, like, it doesn't make sense to me why eBay doesn't just say what the best accepted offer was. Like I had to use, I use this website called like flipper tools and it has a best, best offer or accepted offer option within some of their features. Um, I'm not sure doesn't really make sense to me. The only thing I can think of is that they, they, they want the perception that the cards sold for more, but like that, or the item, but like that doesn't seem like it makes sense. That doesn't seem like it makes sense because like why, would, why wouldn't you want someone to know the right price of something? Why would you want them to think it's higher? I, I don't know, whatever, regardless. But so that's the, that's kind of my thoughts on that in general. But the, the super fractors, I mean, they're obviously great, great cards to purchase. I think it is sort of risky because you're sort of putting all of your eggs into one basket. I mean, the the Super Fractor and the Super Fractor Auto especially, those are like two of the best cards. Like, the Super Fractor Auto is probably the best card you can buy of a player. So, like, if you look at it that way, like, if this card were like a LeBron card if this where there was a one of and I'm kind of crossing over sports here but if there was such thing as like a LeBron first Bowman super fractor auto like you probably would be looking at like a four 
to five, maybe even six or seven hundred thousand dollar card. Um, I understand that they don't make Bowman Chrome. Well, they, so they do make Bowman Chrome actually for basketball, especially for LeBron's year too. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, but I don't think they have it. They, they don't have like a first Bowman superfractor like they do with this card, which there is a possibility that there is a one of one Bowman LeBron. I have not actually. That's I don't know. I don't know actually. I mean, I need to look into that a little bit more. I don't know if they made. If they made like one of ones and parallels like the way that they did now, because I know with like tops, they're they had the they had the refractors, they had the 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 black borders. I think they had like an orange border. They had like a red border. So you know, I guess they must have had a one of one. So somewhere in the world, potentially, there's a one of one LeBron Chrome tops Chrome card. I'm gonna, I actually, I think I need to look into this a little bit more. Um, but that's cool, I guess. Now that I'm thinking about it, I hadn't really thought of it that way, but that's cool. So, but back to Franco. So, if you're buying the one, the number one prospect, you are, you're obviously putting a lot of eggs into one basket if you're buying the Superfractor, which I, I'm imagining if you're buying the Superfractor, that means you also have other cards of this player. And I mean, if not like then you're like, which I think this is something actually that I've wanted to do recently is buy, buy more higher end cards rather than buy a lot of lower end cards, which, you know, I've been lucky enough that I, over the summer I was buying like a couple shacks and I bought some KGs um, and I bought a couple Tim Duncans and some Lucas, and they all kind of went up in price. So I'm thinking about selling some stuff to potentially buy some higher end cards. Um, that, like, I don't know if I'm going to be buying like higher end soccer or higher end basketball or what I'm exactly going to be buying. But like, I want to buy something that's maybe a little bit more expensive. Um, so that way I can see like a little bit more of a return if the card goes up because like. A lot of the cards went from like twenty five to like seventy five, but like I'm sort of looking for a card to go from like three or four to like eight or nine or ten, which I mean that's wishful thinking in some sense, obviously. Um, but I think buying the higher end stuff is going to be easier than to move in the future. Like if you're bu- like, and it's not exactly similar to this Wander Franco because of like if you're you really got to find a buyer who's willing to, who can pay that like 15 to 20. Like honestly, like if once Wander gets to the majors, this could easily be a 30 to 50 K card, depending on how, um, how he plays on his way up to the majors. Like if he kind of stumbles his way into the majors and really only makes it because he's the number one prospect, like that could be an issue. Like, I mean, if you look back at the previous number one prospects, I mean, for the most part, they've hit on, like, every every single one. But, like, you look at, um, I think Byron Buxton was a pros- was a number one prospect for, like, three years or something. I'm trying to find the list because there was a um, there was a list of the – once when I was looking into number one prospects, there were, like, a, a list of all the ones. Like, you had Trout from 2011. I mean, that's obviously – you obviously hit on hit on that one. Uh, I'm searching into my phone to see if I can easily access this 
I don't know where it would be actually. It'd probably be a little bit farther back. Um, but like for, like I said, for the most part, the MLB pipeline has hit on almost all the number one prospects. I mean, sure, you're obviously going to have some misses. I mean, you had a player like Delman Young who was a top prospect for a while, and he – oh, man, I don't think I'm going to be able to find it. Um, it's fine, I guess. Um, but so, you know – I think you look at the like I said, you look at the number one prospects, and you'll see, you're seeing where they end up landing. So like another couple players, like Andrew Benatendi was the number one prospect, Moncada was a number one prospect, Buxton was the number one prospect, and then you had um, I believe Otani. No, yeah, Otani was the number one prospect. That obviously kind of panned out. You had Vlad Guerrero Jr. was the number one prospect. Um, I think Corey Seager is also on that list. So. Like, if, or not if, when Wander Franco gets to the majors, which I don't know if it's going to be this year or if it's going to be next year. He's only 18. So, an, an eight, putting an 18-year-old also as the number one prospect, I feel like is an interesting choice. Um, I guess you could say he is one of the, he is, he's the best player in the, in the minors. Um, he also has probably the most potential, which is the reasoning for that number one prospect status. Um once he gets up here, if he gets into the majors and he, like, goes off, like, if he has some sort of, I don't know, I mean, if he, even if he's, like, Andrew Benatendi, like, I see that card probably being, like, a three or 30 to 50K card in a few years. Because, I mean, just look at the prices of these Superfractor cards. Like, for example, the Mike Trout Superfractor Bowman Auto sold for 400K, the um, the Shohei Otani, which was a rookie superfractor, but it was technically his first American Bowman card. That card sold for 180k. Uh, the um, Luis Robert superfractor auto sold over the summer. I believe that was a PSA 10 as well, um, but that sold over the summer for 55k. Yeah, I mean that card already probably is a hundred, hundred and fifty right now. Granted, with with the since the summer, you look at it. Robert has signed a six year extension. He is presumably going to be on the opening day roster. It feels like I haven't seen an announcement from the White Sox, which maybe I missed it. But it feels like that's the type of announcement that would be newsworthy throughout the day. Which, I mean, I think I'm pretty tapped into sports news, and I haven't seen. I haven't seen that announcement. I mean, maybe they're waiting for spring training. Like, that could just be the case. Like, but the thing is, the thing that's weird is, like, he's taking all the promotional pictures and, like, the White Sox are posting them all over social media. So, like, I don't know why they wouldn't just make the announcement already. But regardless, he's going to be in the majors this year. And if he's as good as everyone says he is, people are saying he's, like, the next Mike Trout, basically. If, he, if he's as good as everyone says he is, that's, like, a, I'd say that's already like a 100k card because I, I you know I think actually it was a BGS it was BGS 95 with a 10 auto so then I kind of get into with the with this Wander Franco is it worth like I think I guess I hadn't looked into it before like the BGS actually I'm going to look into it right now like Luca I'm going to use Luca as the example just because it's always easy 2018 Panini Prism Luca Doncic, Luca BGS ten. Let's see. Oop, not B, not GBS ten. Whoops, BGS, BGS ten. Let's see, like where those prices are landing. Because also, 
Yeah, so, okay, so kind of crazy. I think if this one, uh, let's see, we're scrolling down. I haven't seen any uh, silver. 9.5, mm, I'm not seeing a beach. I'm seeing these, like, in the, like, 5.50. I mean, okay, so, like, oh. So I think maybe potentially the BGS 10 actually... It definitely helps the card, and actually, I would probably say this person shouldn't get it resubbed, like because that's what I was thinking. Like, would you then put it into a PSA slab? Which now I'm looking at these BGS prices for the P BGS 10, and there's absolutely no way because like Luca cards are around 300 for a PSA 10. The BGS 10, like I'm seeing one here that sold for 760. Um, the 9.5 is like 150, which that seems kind of weird. Probably because it has a 9 for one of the grades. The surface is a 9, so that probably hurts the grade. You also want to look at like um, the actual subgrades. I think that probably also is significant where that could affect the price. Like I'm looking at the Franco, and it's the corners that are that brought the grade down. So like that's not something that you could really fix. Like, with the Surface, it could have just been that... Like, if the Surface had got a 9, it could have been that, like, someone sent it in with, like, fingerprints or, like, some dust or dirt, and they didn't, like, wipe it down before they sent it in. Which, like, if it's a super fractor, they... I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to maybe imagine that the super fractor wouldn't have gotten wiped down or whatever. But at the same time, like... So if this card was a PSA 10... Or a BG, so if PSA 10, it probably would have sold for 10 to 11K, which I guess is, I don't know. I mean, now that I'm looking at it, I guess you look at that B, the BGS 10, that even gives the card more of a reason why it, it actually, I think they got a, like a deal on the card with for 15K. Like, I'm not sure if maybe, like, the person, like, panicked or something. Also, I don't know why they would sell the card before this before spring training for baseball. Like, I want to sell a bunch of my baseball stuff, but I'm definitely at least waiting until the season starts because you're still kind of sitting where the cards card prices are still kind of in the range where they will go up, I think, a little bit more once the season starts. Like, I think you're going to see, like, bets, and I mean, I'm, and I'm bringing up not a prospect at this point, but like bets and like Bellinger cards, I've seen their prices go up from like around $50 to around a hundred dollars just in the season hasn't even started yet. So like if they were to potentially be in like an MVP type of race, those cards could be like $150, $200 cards fairly easily. I mean, especially with, with the Dodgers, like I posted a TikTok like when the, Mookie Betts trade first got announced and people were like, oh, the Dodgers, they're just going to choke. And also, because for, for, for whatever reason, like, you know, the one thing I don't understand, the algorithm on TikTok, it definitely exists. And it exists in a way that like, even some of your followers aren't seeing the post. Like it's mainly going to like the For You page. And like, I, so the Mookie Betts post I put on there, like, beginning of February maybe and like it went like re-viral like when 
the trade then eventually went through. And also in the middle, it was going through where people were commenting me like the trade didn't go through. And I'm like, I posted this video three weeks ago. Yeah. Like I know what's going on here. So also granted there's no date when you're on the for you page. So like no one knows that I posted this video three weeks ago. They just see it on their page and like, this must be a new video. So, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's just something interesting that happened on TikTok with one of my Mookie Betts posts. Um, so price is going up essentially for baseball. I don't know when exactly this will happen. I think, I think you'll probably see there'll be a spring training. Like once, once we get into the middle and you see, cause like prospects and people have started playing like, and that's one thing that I think is cool about spring training is like, you're getting the prospects on like your TV and you're gonna be able to watch them that way. Cause other than that, you're not really going to be able to watch some of these top prospects like Franco. You know, I'm not even hundred percent sure if he, let me go to the Tampa Bay Rays Instagram and see. It feels like he should be there. Tampa. Tampa Bay. Bay. Rays. Do I even? I don't even. Do I even? Why? Why are they not showing up? This is weird. I just typed in Tampa Bay Rays and I had to type in the whole, the whole thing. That was weird. Um, let's see. I'm scrolling through their feed. You know, I'm not a hundred percent sure if he is even there it feels like if you have the number one prospect and you have a picture of him you're gonna post that on social yeah you know i don't see maybe franco isn't there like yeah i'm back at the beginning of february hmm so maybe he is not at spring training or maybe he's not there yet but like the games have started so like in theory he should be there if he weren't invited or whatever but so i mean that's that's weird that he wouldn't be there but like the White Sox have been posting Robert all the time, um, which he's going to be in the majors, and Lux is also going to be in the majors. Uh, but I have seen the White Sox post about also Andrew Vaughn a couple times because I think Andrew Vaughn had some good games, which, like I've said in the past, I don't know when he's going to be in the majors because like all the positions that he could play for the White Sox are kind of filled. like he And they just kind of filled the positions recently too. So like... You know, I'll be interested to see. I think Vaughn, just based off of the way that they what they've done with their prospects, if Vaughn kind of pans out and he gets into that like higher end prospect conversation, you could see him sign an extension early, like with like Robert did that, Eloy Jimenez did that. Um, you could see him then get that extension if he once that happens, you you know for sure he's going to be in the majors because once he signs the extension, I th- I think that resets some of the weird clock with the prospects that they have. Um, but I mean, that's another guy that I like is, um, Andrew Vaughn. He, I mean, just being in that white Sox system is great. Um, you know, obviously you see sometimes that bigger, if he can hit some home runs, obviously that's going to be great. But if he starts playing and he kind of is like average, that's obviously, (laughs) I don't know. I think that goes without saying, um, But, I mean, that's basically it. That's all I got for the episode today. Um, I hope you enjoyed, everybody. Um, Subscribe. If you want to leave a review on iTunes, that would be cool, too. I don't think I have that many reviews, and you kind of have to scroll down because all the episodes are still there. So if you want to leave a review, that would be sweet. Uh, Everybody, I'll see you in the next episode.